Trigger warning, the following file contains discussions of sensitive topics such as childhood trauma, sexual abuse, physical abuse and mental abuse. Please be aware if any of these topics may cause you discomfort. Hey guys, welcome back to another episode of The Foundation Files. It's your hot guest. <laughs> <laughs> podcast, it's your host, it is... Ashley Kay, the one and only. And JD, the sensei, mama's mother, baby. Oh. 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 How have you been, Ashley? I've been good. How have you been? Feeling like a bit more bugged in. <laughs> <laughs> okay, so first of all, I think we have to address the elephant in the room. Living life, we're sorry, but we're back. We're, we're back, back now, back so now. it doesn't matter. We're back. We'll try not to leave you guys for that yeah. long again. Yeah. But we back. Life happens, you know. Life be happening and stuff. Yeah. But yeah. This week, I think we should start off by um, it not coming at home. Uh, Football didn't come home. We yeah, were not coming. I was stressed. <laughs> we were stressed. Yeah. Stressed. Stress. This is the first time I've ever been stressed over a football game, mm-hmm. like in my whole life. Mm-hmm. Like it was just a different level of wow. Like to see the Italy Italian players the ball twenty four seven. I said this is unacceptable <laughs> behavior. Like where's Sterling to be tackling? Yeah. Where is um, Rice? You know where's Maguire doing yeah. next to their their skills? You know they wasn't doing anything. Yeah. Italy were just passing the ball between each other. I saw the thing. It says Italy done like. 700 and something passes and England only did like 400 and something passes. Wow. I was like, wow, wow. I think for starters, um, I'm not like that into football like mm. JD is, but like we went to um, a really nice restaurant actually. Yeah, really nice, What's it yeah. called again? Gabbana. Gabbana. It's a nice Gabbana. Caribbean restaurant. Yeah, restaurant. Afro Caribbean. Not, not Afro Caribbean, just Caribbean. Caribbean, yeah. Yeah, and it was really nice mm. and they had like a big TV. Yeah. It was great vibes, but obviously. But the first, the first, when he scored like the first five minutes, oh, excitement in the place. Oh, the the excitement place was, was too excited. Was like, yeah, okay, this is gonna do it. Then the next half, oh, an hour, nothing. Then all of a sudden, Italy score. But the way Italy scored, we could have, we could have saved the, the, um, yeah. saved it. it but the goalie, it. the goalie was already out of yeah. the thing, so he jumped too early. But then the guy, yeah, it was mad. But it the go- the good. Italian goalkeeper is sick though. He's a good catcher. I did all that time. Yeah, he's yeah. bare tall, so he bare has to be a good yeah. catcher. He was good. He was that big. He was coming big for nothing. And that one guy, if that I catch one you, man with the nose. If I catch you in the streets, I don't know your name. How dare he? He tried to How murder. How dare he murder Saka on the pitch like murder that? Murder my son. Attempted in murder. Attempted murder. Criminal. That's a criminal. Walking Honestly. criminal. Honestly. I want him fined. I don't care how, but I want him fined. So, I did. That quick. so quick 
within I'm gonna say two minutes, yeah. you go to each the black footballers mm. Instagrams or mm-hmm. social media, monkey, yeah. all sorts and of racist people. emojis. Mm-hmm. And I was just like, um I think what's his name, Rashford? Mm. He commented about how one of the people leaving comments were teachers. Mm. Right. And it just it really just hit me. It was like, really? Like teachers. You have a whole teacher commenting monkey emoji mm-hmm. and you're teaching black students mm-hmm. right and it's like how am i supposed to go ahead with my life knowing that i have a teacher who's possibly looking at me like yeah. a nigger mm-hmm. literally Honestly. and you have people ceos managers people that are employing people yeah. commenting yeah. those sort of stuff even me my i had an interview today and as i was just like the people interviewing me were majority white so mm-hmm. as i was just you know, in the interview, I was like, what if this person is racist and I don't even yeah. know? It just makes you have worries in your mind that no one should really have, but mm-hmm. yeah, it's, it's very Especially being teachers or like, yeah, teachers, teachers, police officers, interviewers, people that are looking to hire black people. Yeah. It's like, and yet you're commenting all this stuff on these people's pages. Like, yeah. What's the point? But what can we expect from English people? Yeah, what's really annoying me is the fact that they'll be like, oh, I was hacked, you were hacked for one minute. For <laughs> <laughs> one day. Like, don't hide in the corners. Mm-hmm. <laughs> Show your true colours. Exactly. If you did that, stand in your racism. Mm-hmm. Don't be a, you know, like, yeah, stand in your racism. This is why I feel like American racism is like, obviously it's in your face, you know who's yeah, racist. But, but you should know. But English people, you'll never know. You sit next to your Literally. manager today, kikiing, laughing, busting jokes, and tomorrow you see that a tweet is come out about them or and you then, see them getting pulled in by HR for doing racist action like wow but Jeff I was just talking to you yesterday we was laughing about yeah. all this stuff and then like yeah, yeah. like I think my only issue with the UK when it comes to tackling racist issues is that they don't really tackle it straightforward mm. they, they like oh, they try to yeah. sugarcoat and go around mm. other avenues for example the Muriel of Rashford. is it in Manchester? I don't know where it is but yeah, I think it is in Manchester but they basically just painted over what really yeah painted over what the, the, the damage done essentially so i was just like this is almost like a representation of what they do with racism mm-hmm. they kind of just find ways to just paint over oh, the issue yeah. and pretend it's all fine rather than tackling the actual issues mm-hmm. for one instagram was like oh it's not it's um, not like, yeah posting all those emojis and stuff doesn't go against the guidelines so change it yeah change the guidelines like if people are putting bear you know? monkeys underneath a black person's post what else does it mean i'm pretty sure they have the if you're able to quickly spot when like on tiktok mm. they're quickly yeah. able to spot oh anything my God. anything that if you can't even put black yeah sometimes. i saw that some guy put it up he said you can't put black can't be i'm a loving black man i'm a this a black this a black that really. can't be but if you change it to white it's perfectly fine they're able to censor anything if they really wanted to Mm -hmm. but they don't Mm -hmm. which is the main issue i have with them so that's very trash um i'm not surprised by any of these reactions that i've seen so it's just a shame that we have to live in a world like Mm -hmm. this because if this would have been a whole different situation obviously it would have died down obviously we would have been getting nigger comments but it would have been a whole different situation if we if we won because we would be like, oh yeah, you know, doing it for England, you know, doing it exactly. for England. Nah, this is not. When you win, is doing it for England. When you don't, is that immigrant? You need to know what England really is like. <laughs> England is just deep. Oh, this whole England and feeling it's a passive, and like, aggressive. It goes way back. It's just yeah, this country. Yeah, this is like, this. Someone said oh, I was really going into England. I was like, this is my first and last time claiming that I'm British. Because, <laughs> yeah, they don't claim you. They don't claim me. They don't claim me. 
It is crazy. I wonder what would happen. I know it would never happen because people like money too much. But what if like black footballers were just like, you what? know, were all gonna boycott? Yeah. And, you know. Apparently, only three people on the British, on the England team, were actually like fanatical England English. Yeah, yeah, I saw that. Yeah, and I was like, three people. So the majority, the other half, whatever. Yeah. Like, I don't know the maths. The other rest of them are immigrants yeah, of some exactly. kind. It's mad. So yeah, um, it's very, very, very unfortunate. Yeah. But shout out to Saka. Shout yeah. out to Rashford. Um, what's the other guy's name? Yo, come and see football, fam. The one time I don't want football like this. I said only, I was only going in for the Euros. Okay, whatever. I don't know. Anyway, shout Sancho. out to all of them. Sancho. Sancho, yeah. Thank God we have Essel here yeah. because, well. Hey, um, Essel's here, guys. Yeah. Oh my gosh, Saka Say is... Say hi, Essel. Say hi. Hi. <laughs> hi. Saka is so cute. He's so adorable. Oh my gosh, he's so adorable. Like, how can you see that face and want to be mean mm-hmm. to him? Like, he's so... He has so much manners. Yes. I've seen the English, like, the um, behind the scenes of the mm. English team. Mm. 
Ну, по сути, сам нет. Так. Ну, по сути, вот
daughter, um, not the guy's daughter though, but her daughter had sickle cell mm-hmm. and she was in the hospital dealing with it and he bought like a lot of kids' magazines and mm-hmm. toys for the little Aww. girl and he was just, he sat beside her the whole way through mm-hmm. and they're still together now. And I was like, oh, that's so nice. Cute. So sometimes men can be nicer, like when they actually care about you. Yeah. But when they yeah, and it just reminded me of Love Island because when Toby was with Kaz, <laughs> where was the effort? Exactly. Sis was begging for cuddles. She was begging for cuddles. Do you know how bottom she said, Yeah, 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 yes, I have cuddles tonight. She was in the sticks. She was in the sticks, and then as soon as you get to close, all sorts of romantic making breakfast in the morning, twice out of melon, as in doing love, doing up love for this. Girl, for this girl, after two weeks of wasting Kaz's time, mm-hmm. and the thing is, he could have easily told her, "Do you know what? I'm not really interested in yeah. this." Da, 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 da. But that's my issue. Why don't you they open don't, your they mouth won't and talk? Because they they're comfortable. They'll rather they're wait for you to 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 do something to say you want to yeah, leave your partner. They'll do their worst until you leave, just yeah. so they don't look like the bad guy. Yeah. No. That's why I couldn't like. I can't. Like it doesn't. It doesn't sit right with my soul. Sit right with my energy because as soon as the steps out of line, like I can't like my mouth and the it's just that if I go peacefully or I go very loudly, mm-hmm. like it just doesn't it just doesn't make sense to me at all. I don't want peace. I want progress. Always, always, <laughs> honestly, honestly. But yeah, men really do make me sick. They make me sick. Because even the other day, so this around this time last month, I was at work and I was sitting at my desk, yeah. And I was thinking, I was like, oh yeah, like, because even before that, I was having a conversation with my mum, like, lately I've been feeling like like an adult. Mm. Like, it's a bit weird, like, obviously I'm an adult, but I've been feeling like an adult, yeah. like, I've been doing a lot of adult stuff. Yeah. And I was telling my mum this, and she's like, yeah, because you are an adult, so you should be doing stuff like that. I was like, yeah, I know that, but I've been feeling it, like, yeah, yeah. different vibe, like, different energy that's mm. been coming off. I was like, okay, cool. So now that works in my desk, I was like, because I'm an adult, I should start doing more adult things. Mm. And I was like, hmm. But in order for me to do adult things, I need to like a man enough. And I was yeah. like, I don't like um, I don't like women that much to do adult things like that. <laughs> and then Yeah, I said, mm-mm. And then I was thinking how like, and I started thinking back to like all the guys, all the boys or whatever, mm. that have whatever in my, in my yeah. past, since I was young. I was like, men? Childhood, do you see how childhood trauma can catch up to you in your adulthood? Oh, yeah. let's it's get a into whole it. different level. Let's actually get into it. how childhood trauma can affect you in your adult life. Yeah, because I'm thinking it. about all the so all these boys that I liked when I was in primary school when mm-hmm. I was in secondary school have all done me dirty. Yeah, every single one of them, every single boy I've liked that lived in my state, mm-hmm. every single boy I liked that went to that I liked in primary school, mm-hmm. all the ones I liked in secondary school, mm-hmm. all done me dirty, physically abused. Mentally mm. abused, mm. sexual abuse. Mm. I said, "Wow!" And you, this, you want me to like a man now? Now? No. Mm. No, I'm gonna have to wait a bit because it's traumatizing. I remember my first school. <sighs> let's get into it. <laughs> so I was in. No, let's talk about. No, let's do this one now. Okay. So there was this one guy. He was older than me. Mm. He was like, no, I kind of liked him. He was cute. He was light skinned Had curly hair. Like I was like six. I know. <laughs> so much he was so cute cool, that curly hair light skin mm-hmm. all of that I said yeah this is this is the one for me yeah. then I remember I was 
chilling with all their boys. So yeah, they're all like in their teens, secondary school, whatever. And I was chilling with them. And then I'm just sitting there on like this fence in our estate. And then he picks me up and he like lifts me over the fence. Mm. And I was like, help, help. And then the guys are just looking at me. They're all looking at me like, you shouldn't even be here in the first place hanging around these olders. But I guess because I knew some of the guys there, like yeah. from when, yeah, I knew them. So I was like, okay, they're going to help me. They didn't help me. Oh, he was just like no. pushing me over the fence. And then he dropped me. And I was like. I like it so much and he dropped me and a couple weeks after that he set a chair on fire in the middle of our road oh my yeah crack. he set a chair on fire in the middle of our road and my dad cussed him out but I think he went to prison after that but I think he I don't even know I don't know where he is but yeah I was like wow and I was like wow he, I really liked him like he was so cute six year old me was in not in love but I really really liked what him what she thought love was yeah then. that's six years old no but he really pushed me over a fence for what reason I was just standing there Oh. 
to school and I was like, okay, cool. Got expelled from school now. Even the place I got expelled to is down the road from here. It's down the road from here. Then I get there now. This place was nice. Like it was blue. It was cute. It had like rabbits and stuff. Like, it was very calming. Like a very, very calming place. It was. Like I used to play with the rabbits. I used to make food. I used to paint. I used to draw. Like I actually used to do work here. Mm-hmm. I feel like I should have kept me there for the whole of primary school. But I actually used to do work here. And then there was this other boy there. Oh, there was this other boy there. He was light skinned, curly oh gosh, hair. Here we go. He had light skinned and curly hair. And then like we was just playing. Oh sorry. He was just playing games. And then like I remember one time he pushed me onto the um onto like a bean bag. Mm-hmm. And he was like this close to my face. And I was like, what the hell is gonna happen here? Like, I was like, oh my gosh, am I gonna? <laughs> and then like he like kissed me like here, and I was like, oh, oh. <laughs> I said, oh. <laughs>
<laughs> oh I was like, oh my gosh, I had to quickly pull up my trousers and I ran into the youth club. I was like, you just pulled down my trousers. And he's like, I was like, Michael, Michael pulled down my trousers. Oh, and then I was crying. And then caught another time. This one's a bit deep, guys. Oh gosh, I even told these guys for the first time and they were so shocked. But yeah, so one time I'm in the youth club now, I'm doing whatever, playing drums, playing guitar, whatever. He calls me outside and says, Jason, come outside. I'm like, okay, cool. I'm going outside. He's like, come around the corner. I'm like, oh my gosh, I know what happens when you're around that corner. Then he's like, I go around the corner and then so he's like this close to my face. Mm-hmm. Yeah. And then all of a sudden, he goes like that. And I'm like, what just happened? And then I saw Afro picking his comb and then in his hand. Mm-hmm. And I was like, what just happened? And then my chin was hurting me. And I was like, wait, this didn't just <laughs> happen. And I go like this to my chin yeah. straight away. And I'm like, Dad, nothing happened. And I went like this, I feel bare blood. This guy stabbed me he in the chin. He stabbed her. He stabbed me he stabbed her. in the chin with an Afro kick. And I was like eight. Eight or nine years old. If I catch you. <laughs> I was like eight you. or nine years old and he stabbed me in the chin with an Afro kick. I was like, wow. And I remember I ran into the youth club. And I was like, sir. <laughs> I was like, sir, look. <laughs> situations where I feel like abuse has definitely played a part into me now interacting with men in general um I don't think I've ever told anyone this like anyone exclusive so um I remember I don't remember a lot from that age but I remember when I was three we used to live in like uh I don't even know how do you describe this house we we lived like a it's like a two-story building Flat. yeah but we lived upstairs and we had neighbors downstairs mm. yeah we lived there and i was like three at the time so i don't remember much but i remember there was a boy down that used to live on the on the ground floor, ground floor. and then i would go play there all the time like i said i was three so i don't remember too much but i remember i remember one day that this boy did something to me, but I, I can't remember because I was so, like, I was free, I barely remember it. But because it was so traumatic, traumatic that I remember. I remember it. And I remember he would touch me inappropriately, like, in ways that, like, wasn't supposed to be he touched. wasn't supposed to be touching me. And I, obviously, I'm three years old, like, I don't, I don't understand it. It's only until I got older mm-hmm. where it all started to be, like, make sense, make, make sense to me. But, uh, but later on, I think when I was around eight or nine, I found out that he jumped in like an electric fence and mm-hmm. he died. Mm-hmm. And then 
I don't know why, but I was so happy. <laughs> I shouldn't laugh, but I was so happy. Like, I was beaming. I and I, I shouldn't be, you know, happy for anyone's death, but... No. But even though I don't, re- like, fully recall what was done to me, I just remember being so happy that that's what happened to him. And then there was another time in our newer place we lived in. Um, my mum was like, she went away for something, so she was like, um, she'll leave me with the neighbour. Our neighbours were like super nice, super nice, but then they had one son who, he wasn't really meant to be there, mm. but that was okay. And I remember that day, me, when I was a child, I was very naughty. <laughs> I was very, very stubborn, so if there's a way that I can find to make trouble, mm. I'll make trouble. I remember I was doing my normal troublemaker Ashley activities and I must have did something to him but it wasn't like anything that yeah. deep but everyone was just like oh just leave her she's just a child leave her now mm-hmm. leave her now but he was like you see I'll get you you see you see I was like mm-hmm. <laughs> whatever <laughs> whatever so um night time comes now I'm sleeping and then I see like light in my face so like I wake up and I see this man coming in but he's naked so he's coming in now but he's naked and I'm like what's going I remember this I was six or seven I vaguely remember it and I still haven't told my mom this story she's gonna scream she knew it so he's coming in now and he's naked and I just see white stuff on his hand I later on found out what that white stuff was but I see white stuff in his hand and then he's coming closer to me and when I tell you I did the biggest scream I've ever seen in my entire life I screamed so loudly that the whole house woke up Good. like say so his mum his sister everybody in that house woke mm-hmm. up and they were like actually what happened what happened i was like <laughs> but i was just shaking yeah. i was like I, I can laugh about it now but at the time i was like yeah yeah i'm panicking <laughs> i'm panicking and i was like what do i even say like would they even believe me if i say like this you guy woke up. and then obviously when i screamed he ran he ran away to go put on something and as I was explaining to his family, they were like, what's wrong, what's wrong? I could just see him standing there, smiling. And for that reason, I couldn't, you know, say anything. You see men I smiling. And I feel like those two experiences in my life has really made it hard for me to really interact or open up to men. Because in my head, regardless of what happens, you could be the nicest guy mm-hmm. in the entire planet. Away. But in my head, I just think you're evil. <laughs> and I don't mean it in like a bad way. So there's been people that I've spoken to who are like the loveliest people ever, but I just feel like they're not being genuine mm. or that they want something from me. Mm-hmm. And when it comes to me abstaining from sex now, I don't do it because it's just you. my religion. It's more so, um, my ears are really hot now. Wait, wow. Anyway, it's more so um, me just not wanting to let up for the wrong person. Yeah. And I, I get like I always ask these guys like I'm I know my questions are a bit childish but I ask them about stuff to do with like sex or whatever because I'm genuinely afraid yeah. of it. And yeah, so I understand that past trauma can really play a part a big part a big big part in how you interact in the future. Mm-hmm. And I just wanna say I I've literally never ever spoken about that. I can't even believe it's coming out of my mouth now. But um, I just want to say, if you've ever gone through that, um, I'm with you, mm-hmm. hang in there, stay strong. I remember watching that young girl when that man followed her um, from when she was going yeah. to school. Oh, when I watched that, I was, oh, 
you know, my whole body, my whole body just wanted to. I wanted to scream. Mm. I'm glad that they caught him and everything, but yeah, stuff like that can really, really affect you. So I, I have no hope for the men of today, but I would say for the ones that were currently raised and for those that are being born, it's not just for the women alone to work on helping them be good human beings. It's for the men as well that are around them. Please help the boys around you be better people because yeah, it's messed up. I remember one time I was on the bus, I was coming back from my friend's birthday party. I was probably like 16, so I was older now. And then, yeah, I was like 16, 17, 17. I was on the bus, I was on the 128 going home. I was so happy, it was like a good day, we was eating, we was chilling, I was on the bus listening to my music. This man comes on the bus, mind you, I thought this guy was like disabled, yeah? Mm. So I'm looking at him, and he was coming onto the bus, and I like smiled at him, because obviously I thought he was like disabled, so I smiled mm. at him, and I was like, oh, okay, cool. Then he went to sit, I thought he was gonna walk past me and sit behind me, but he sat next to me, I'm like, okay. He's not, but then, no, then he started to get closer, and I realized he's more of a disabled. And yeah. I was like, oh, okay, cool, like, it's all right. Then he sat next to me, but he sat like basically on my lap. And I was like, okay, like it's alright, it's okay, it's fine. Then I'm sitting there and this man's looking at me like directly into my face. I'm just facing forward looking at the front. He's facing directly to my face. Mm-hmm. And then he touches my thigh, like not being like, he did what Josh did to you. He <laughs> this. he grips on my leg, yeah. He I should have grips my leg. <laughs> he grips my leg and I was like, and I was like, get the right now i'm so happy i'm the way that i am when it yeah. comes to things like that yeah. because if i wasn't i would I'm, obviously some girls are not like me in it yeah. but i'm so happy that i am the way that i am because yeah. as soon as he done it i was like get the fuck up right now move from me he was like what what i was like you just touched my leg and you didn't want to let you sit here and i was like no get up get up get up get up get yeah. up and i was looking around and i saw a black lady sitting right there i was i saw a black lady i saw some people behind me yeah. none of them helped yeah. I was like, you as a black woman should be helping me. Yeah. Seeing this white man, white Eastern European yeah, man, you need to do better sitting next to me and touching me up, and you're not. You can see I'm a young girl. Yeah. You're not even helping me. You're just sitting there watching me getting sexually harassed on the train on the bus. Yeah. And then cool. I'm obviously I'm sitting in a bit um, at the um, on the when you get off the bus. Mm-hmm. It's like a clear, the clear glass, isn't yeah. it? So he's standing on the other other side, looking at me directly through the clear glass. I'm just sitting down with my phone. Every time I look up, he's looking at me and smiling. I was like, is that smile? Like, I want to kill you. It's the smile. Is that smile? Like, even oh everyone on the bus can see what just happened and see that he's looking at me and they he's don't smiling. Any of it. They, he's smiling do it again at me. and again and again and, and again. And then it's getting closer and closer to my bus stop now to get off the bus. And he was just still standing there smiling at me. I'm just looking up at my phone every time. He's smiling, he's smiling, he's smiling. Then cool comes like one bus stop away from my house. And I was on the, I was on the getting ready to call the police and do those fake calls like on yeah. yeah i went to order a pizza for me <laughs> yeah yeah and i was because obviously for me to get home i have to walk through the alley in it yeah. so i was scared mm-hmm. i was so scared and i got home my dad was <sighs> i've got home my dad was home and i told my dad what happened and he was like why didn't you punch him i was like for one i'm a 16 year old girl what the hell am i doing punching a big 40 something year old eastern european man the eastern european men they look scrawny but they're strong yeah like they are strong so there's no way i'm gonna be punching a man like that he's like oh you should have done this you should have done that i'm like it's still for me to comfort me and say oh i'm um, sorry this happened to you or even trying because even he wasn't even that far away from my house even if he wasn't mm-hmm. go and look he probably could have found him but it's still for me to do something like that and just say oh why didn't you do this why didn't you do that why didn't you do this i'm like like it doesn't that, that didn't make sense to me in my head i was like you should have been saying yeah. oh you shouldn't be saying why did i do you should be, you should have checked if i was okay because mm-hmm. honestly i wanted the bus up crying like 
I wanted to cry, but I didn't cry because I was like, yeah. there's no point. He's not going to kill me, simply, simply for me. And I was like, yeah, this is why I kind of resent my dad a bit. He'll never, if he sees this, hello. <laughs> but <laughs> if he sees this, but like, I don't think he'll ever see it. But yeah, I'm like, wow, you should have really said, are you okay? Like, are you okay? Did this, did this happen? Did this, yeah. this man, he could have been like, oh, scanned my leg. Would have been like an accidental. Like, he grips yeah. my whole thigh. Because even now, when I'm on the bus and I sit in those seats, I don't sit next to the window anymore. Like, yeah, somebody, yeah. I've been doing it subconsciously. I yeah. sit on the end seat. Yeah. So even if it was, if someone was, they would sit, they yeah. would sit there. So at least I know this fire is like, yeah, yeah, yeah. even even every time I tell that story, or I think about the story, my whole fire just feels weird. Yeah. I'm like, even though it wasn't like a bad sexual experience, like he didn't touch me anywhere inappropriate, but still, like he still touched me and I didn't want to be touched. So every time I'm on the bus now, I just always sit on the end and my bag goes here. So no one will ever even think about touching me in any places. Mm-hmm. But yeah. I mean now we can easily talk about it and mm-hmm. laugh about it but if you are going through those that things stuff. I can understand mm-hmm. how hard it is and mm-hmm. um, wherever you if you do want to talk to us about anything mm-hmm. feel free to email us on is it foundation class podcast at gmail.com mm-hmm. if you do want to talk about things DM us yeah. we're always free to speak to you that's why I'm scared for my sister because yeah. my sister's pretty like she's a pretty girl she's prettier than me than I was when I was like back then in a room they'll obviously pick her obviously mm. that's fine whatever but i'm so scared of her because she is that pretty like mm. my sister's tall she's got a nice shape got yeah. long legs like she looks older than her age as well yeah. so every time she goes out i'm just scared because me that wasn't been that pretty back then and her who is pretty and she puts she puts on makeup now so she looks older i'm just so scared like, mm. i'm so scared for her whenever she goes out i'm like she needs, she needs to be careful you need to be careful you need to watch out I'm always so scared. Every time, every time we go out as well, and I see someone looking at her, I'm like, <laughs> "What are you looking at? Please!" And then one time we was out, and she must have been like 14, and then this guy was honking at her on the um, he was in the car and he was honking at her. Yeah. I even walked backwards and I went, <laughs> "Like, don't look at her like that." But yeah. I, yeah, I'm very overprotective of her because obviously I didn't. I don't think I told my mum. I'm obviously my mum was like, "Oh, you know, saying all the right stuff," but. Me being the older sister, I feel like I need to protect my sister when it comes to stuff like that yeah. because, yeah. I definitely see it now because even, mm. yeah, my sister is a lot younger, mm. she's only nine, but even when I'm with her, I'm always telling her, like, stuff like close your legs. Mm. And people sometimes will be like, you're actually doing too much. Mm. But even, you know how she loves to move the car yeah. or do splits, all of that? Sometimes I'm very, very cautious about it because mm-hmm. even though everyone may be thinking, oh, it's just a kid, Child, yeah. there's but always some, people, some weirdo, yeah. there's always some weirdo yeah, out there thinking, yeah. you know, thinking stuff. And, you know, there's perverts out there, mm-hmm. unfortunately, it's just life. So you really have to protect the ones around us. Mm-hmm. And I hate that we have to do that rather than most people get removed from society. Young, just to be running and jumping. Exactly. Exactly. I want it to be as free as possible, mm-hmm. but there's freaking weirdos out there. So... Yeah, yeah, it's yeah, it's unfortunate, but yeah, if you see anyone like that, especially some guys, I know there's some guys in your some men's friendship mm-hmm. groups who are flipping weirdos, and they don't say anything to their own friends. Mm-hmm. You guys need to caution your own friends as well and be like, mm-hmm. no, no, we don't do that. Like, mm-hmm. we don't take, we don't partake in that behavior. You need to call your friends out as well because. Because even sometimes cool. men be scared of men and then they'll Literally. be like, why did you do this? Why did you do that? Bro, if you was in that situation, would you have done it? Would Literally. you have gone up to this man and said whatever you said? Because men are scared of men as well. Literally. Some men are scared of men of, as well. So how are you expecting a woman 
to, mm. to do what you wouldn't do. Yeah. Like, Even things like, oh, why don't you just tell him no and walk away? So I can get punched up. <laughs> so I can get knifed up. So I can get a street shot up. I stood in my face. No. It's so unfortunate that we have so many experience, uh, examples of those things happening, mm. but
with my dad, like, so I have my dad and then my brother. I feel like the only man I can really trust is my brother. Mm. But then he's annoying. But that's just like brother and sister, yeah, annoying. Yeah. But he's like the only one that I can like talk to. And all the time he's like, why are you always so rude to me? I'm like, because I want to be rude. But I feel like that's just our relationship. But now that I'm older, I don't want that to be our. Because he always tells me all the time, like, Jenny, why are you so rude to me? And I'm just like, I don't know. I just feel like, I just feel like so rude. <laughs> And he said he used to be nicer to me. I'm like, okay, go away. Like, <laughs> but I feel like I do need to be nicer to him now. Yeah. Like, but he's a nice person. Yeah, he is nice. He's nice. But yeah. Now. <laughs> <laughs> but yeah, and then there's like father, daddy issues as well. Like that plays as a part of why you don't like men as well. Mm. Like daddy issues, and like because fathers can do way better than what they're doing. Like they think they're doing the most, but actually doing the bare, bare, bare minimum. Not even that. Exactly. Sorry, exactly. I need to stop screaming, but please. <laughs> the bare, the barest of like just one rice grain of the, all the minimums. Like that's all you're doing, and you're expecting the world, and you ain't really doing anything. But that's another story for another day. Really and truly. But let's quickly drain some music rundown. Yeah. What have you been listening to this week? This week, um, what have you listening to this week? Um, for me. This week I've just been really loving life. Mm. Um, there's this song by Lakon called Verified. It's just a very, very upbeat Afrobeat song and I really, really like it. It's just great vibes. And um, my other song that I've been listening to, I've been listening to Mila J's album, um, two, not album, 213 EP that she released quite a while ago. But there's a song on it called um, Kicking It, Kicking Back, oh, sorry. Yeah and oh i was like i really used to love this ep like wow so i've just been listening to that ep again so yeah that's that's me this week mm. what are you i'm not gonna lie the last week i really haven't been listening to music because i've been mm-hmm. working from home yeah so i haven't really even though i've been wanting to but i haven't really been listening to music that much yeah and if i am listening to music it's just the same songs yeah um but let's put um i'm gonna put Just shy cause I'm bulletproof really